0: That is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Bawati as Christ is magnified in you. Hallelujah. How many of you believe you are seated in heavenly places? Wow. You, you, you must believe what the Word of God says, right? Yeah. You know, when, a, when God says you are this, you are. Whatever God says you are, you are. Yeah. The difference between um, those who are actually living the Christian life and those who are not, okay, lie on the Word. Some people feel that the Bible is just a, it's just a document that is like a history book that we read. See, um, just so that we can be abreast with what happened you know some also read it as a book that tells you know of the future about things that are going to happen future events you know. Antichrist is coming, this one is happening this one is, that's basically what some people think it is but the word of God, the bible is the word of God okay? it's fast and you, you must believe it. You must believe that what the Bible says to you is what God is saying to you. God did not leave us a big sign in heaven to know that he's alive and that he's there. When Jesus came, he spoke words, you know, for us to... to his words were what pinpointed him as God. Because he didn't talk like any other man. There was a day Jesus was preaching in the temple and... They sent some soldiers to go and arrest him. When they got there, they heard him speaking. And they were captivated with what he was saying. And they stood there for some time. They stood there for a while, listened to all that they had to say, and went back to those who had sent them and said that, listen, we we could not arrest him. Never a man speak like this man. Nobody, it, it has never happened. Nobody speaks like this man speaks. He spoke as though he 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 had all authority. The Bible says he was not like the scribes. He did not his doctrine was, like not, was not like the scribes. You know his doctrine came with power. It came with authority, and that showed that he is God. So the word of God is so important. Don't read the Bible as though you are reading a history book. Okay, don't read the Bible as though you are reading something that uh, someone said some time ago you see. The, the Bible that you read is God's word documented to you. Letters from God to you. Especially the New Testament. The New Testament has your name in there. The Old Testament was written for our learning. If you read in First Corinthians chapter 10, you see some there. you see some in Romans chapter 13. 1 Corinthians. Let's, let's read some and see why the Old Testament was written. Go to Romans chapter 13 first of all. I don't know if you like what I'm sharing with you right now. <laughs> I'm still sharing concerning creating your future with what? With words. But I just want to start from somewhere. Okay? Let's read from... Um, sorry, Romans chapter 15, rather. Let's read from verse 4. It says, For whatsoever things were written a time, all the things that were written aforetime time, were written for our learning. haven't Isn't it? Yeah. It says, the Old Testament... All those that were, the things that were written, okay, was written for our learning. So that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. So it wasn't just written, it was written for various things. First of all, for our learning, for us to learn what to avoid, okay, and what to get involved in. I mean, through the scriptures, you can pinpoint your life. You would know whether you are a a man of the spirit or a man of the flesh by reading the scriptures. You would know if you are becoming more like Saul or becoming more like David by reading. You can find yourself. You can locate yourself through the scriptures. Every single character that can exist on earth has existed already. And everyone has been documented in the scriptures. Yeah. So you can locate yourself, spiritually speaking, by looking at the word. Yeah. You can easily pinpoint yourself. Are you becoming more like Samson yeah. or becoming more like Solomon. Yeah. <laughs> you can you can easily find yourself, you can easily locate yourself by reading the scriptures. So it's for our learning, okay? Then it says so that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures, meaning that the scriptures bring you comfort and helps you with patience. You get to know that, listen, what I'm going through is not, it's not a problem. People have gone through worse. Yes. And they did not stay there. They came out on top. So it makes no difference where I am now. It's just, I'm just passing through. There's one wonderful phrase in the scriptures. And it came to pass. Ah. It came to pass. Whatever it is that you're experiencing will come to pass. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he shows you that is written for our learning. So that we through comfort, through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have something called hope. Confident assurance. You remember, I've been talking about it. Yeah. Confident assurance of a certain expectation, knowing that what you're expecting is going to happen. What it is that you know is supposed to happen will happen. And so you're not afraid. You stay in, you stay in faith. Remember, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the more you hear the word of God, the more faith comes to you. Wow. Wow. Do you see? Yeah. The more you read the word, the more faith comes to you. So it's not, it's not just a document to just throw around and, you know, it's, it's too important. The power of God is embedded in there. Do you see? It's inside. It's in there. And if, if you know how to relate with it, it will put you over all the time. You will never go down. You can only go up. Look at Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 13. Let's read verse 4 into 5. Hebrews chapter... Let's read 5 into 6 rather. Hebrews 13, 5 to 6. It says, Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, for God has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. He's showing you what the scriptures are for. He says, God has said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. This is not the only thing God said. There are so many things God has said in the scriptures, isn't it? Yeah. For he has said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Next verse, verse 6. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I and will not fear what man shall do unto me. So the scriptures are documented for you to know what God has said, so that you also know what to say. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, I'm going forward. forward. See, I'm, I'm going higher. I'm getting better and stronger, and and greater, greater, by each day, day. Hallelujah. hallelujah, don't confess weakness into your life, don't confess sickness into your life, don't confess confusion into your life, you know sometimes we confess confusion into our lives, we say something in church, and say something else outside of church, you see we just said this, but then when you get out, how is your tongue like, what are you saying all the time? Do you see? He says that tongue is a world of evil. I was showing you last week. It's a world of evil. It is set on the course of fire and on the course of hell. That is the the natural um, inclination or disposition of your tongue. Your mouth is designed to say bad things and lead you away. That's what James says. James chapter 3. Do you see? So you have to make a conscious effort to say what God says. Okay? You decide that I'm going, to, I'm going to start saying what God has said concerning me. What, what has God said concerning you? What has he said concerning you? You must know. How do you know? By reading the scriptures. If you don't read it, you will not know. Do you see? If you don't read what he has said concerning you, you will not know. What has he said? For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. But if you don't know what he has said, you would not know what to say. You say what your tongue says you should say. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the scriptures are written. I'm, I'm just showing you why the Bible is there. The Bible is not there just for being there, see. You know, it's been given to you to help you create your future, to help you bring that glorious future that God has destined for you to have. There's no child of God, there's not a single child of God who has been born for suffering. There's, there are sufferings in Christ that are left behind for us to fulfill. There are things that every Christian must go through in order for the gospel to get to another person. We are not here because we were uh, whatever, how do I even say it? Just because we just, you know, scaled through and got here. There are things we've gone through. Yeah. Do you see? There are various steps that you have to go through. And every step has to do moving. And whenever you're moving, there's Resistance, isn't it? Yeah. yeah that is why it, it, when you, you with your, your shoe your shoe starts wearing off after some time, why? because there's friction. Yeah. There are things that are eh, there are laws that are against movement. Yeah. But then, what is in us is higher than those laws, so we're able to move. Do you understand? Yeah. Uh huh. So life comes with things, but we don't glorify the things that we go through. We glorify what God has said concerning us. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. For instance, people had to go through things to bring the gospel to us. If you've if, if read church history, you would know people have had the one who I was talking about, Tyndale, William Tyndale. Too, I was talking about him yesterday. William Tyndale translated the scripture, the Bible, from Latin to English. If it wasn't because of his work, none of us would be having the Bible in English in our hands for us to read, for us to, to understand. And the result of his effort was that he was bent at the stakes, he was bent to death. That was a sacrifice. Christ has sacrificed, there are sacrifices we need to make, but he didn't make that sacrifice in weakness. Oh, I don't know. God, is this what you have done to me? I believe in you. Is this what you have brought to me? No, that is a blessing. Martyrdom is a blessing from the Lord that ordinary Christians do not get. It is those who are ready and know about the, the battle we are in that rise up to fight that battle, wow. and they fight it with strength from a position of victory, not a position of weakness. There are some who have been beheaded and all of that because of the gospel. They weren't beheaded just because of uh, it's like oh well, we don't know maybe they... no they knew exactly what they were doing. They knew exactly what they were doing. Jesus told those two disciples, John and James, who had brought their mother to come and talk about one sitting on the left hand, his left hand in the kingdom and the other sitting on his right hand in the kingdom. He asked them, are you able to be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with? Are you able to drink of the cup that I'm, I'm, to, I'm going to drink of? There's a baptism. It's called the baptism into his death or into his suffering. And there's a cup of suffering that, you, that Christians must drink in order for the gospel to move. There are sacrifices we make financially, physically. Some of us will have to be ejected from this place to another place. Yeah. Yes. So that the gospel, you don't just hear the good news and sit. No. You hear the good news, you move. Yeah. That is the only way. If those guys had not moved, we would not be here. You would not be sitting here with your nice suit and your nice face. So those those things are there. But then we, we, you don't go through suffering, sufferings, Normal life suffering it's God. That's not what God has destined for you. Stupid sufferings or foolish sufferings. Excuse me to say. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Sufferings of health. Your health is in question all the time. That is not that is not what Jesus died for. Jesus died so that you live in health yeah. all the days of your life. Yeah. If you are going to sac- you are going to be sacrificed as a martyr, you are sacrificed as a martyr in health, yeah. <laughs> not in poverty. Not in lack. Do you see? Yeah. Not in failure or shame. That's not what God has destined for you. God has destined glory, joy, blessings for you as a child of God. That is what God has destined. So if you are seeing anything else in your life, you should know that that is not the will of God concerning your life. He says, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prosper. It's for every single child of God. It's not for some people. It's not for some people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So decide that you are going to allow your mouth to bring the glory of God that is hidden inside you out. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the confident assurance of knowing and seeing glorious things happen around you. That's the truth. Do you see? It doesn't matter which corner you are in right now. Maybe you're a child of God here and you are here and you are in a very wild place. You're in a very wild corner. You don't know how you're going to get out. Don't worry. Start believing what God has said, and start speaking it for yourself, and you will get out of that particular place. Hallelujah. So don't joke with the word. A lot of Christians just joke with the word. They, it's like it's just one of those things. They don't read it. You know? See, I'm, like I'm not like that. Say it again, I'm not like that. I'm, like that. I'm, going, to I'm going to make my way through through the word of God. Word of God. Yeah decide. I made the decision a long time ago. Yeah. A long time ago that I'm going to use the word of God. That my life is going to be a result of the impact of the word of God. Do you see? Decide for yourself. Yeah. Decide. That I'm I'm not going to be a weakling. I'm not going to move through this life as though I never came. Yeah. As though you never came. As though you were never here. No. I'm a child of God. See, I'm a, child of God. I'm a child of God. Yeah. When sickness knocks at your door, let the sickness know that, listen, this is a wrong, it's a wrong move you have made. You have made a wrong move. This body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. This body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. This body is a member of Christ. It's a member. Your body is a member of Christ. Can you imagine? If you read in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27, says that now are we the let's read it let's read it's nice first corinthians 12 27 now ye are the body of christ and members in particular he says you are we are the body of christ and we are members in particular so even if you are the smallest toenail of christ you are still a member of the body of christ and if you are he's not talking only about your spirit he's talking about your body as well there's another one in first corinthians 6. look at first corinthians chapter 6. Let me show it to you. Sure. Don't permit things. Look at First Corinthians 16. 15. He says, Know ye not that your bodies, have you seen it? Yeah. That your bodies are the members of Christ. This body, so it's not, it's, it's not just in reference to your spirit. The other one has more reference to your spirit. The one we just read. Okay? That's First Corinthians 12, 27, has reference to your spirit. But this one has reference to your body. It lets you know that this body in which, in which you are living is a literal member of, the, of, of Christ. Yeah, that is why God always instructs us as to how we should keep this body because this body is so important. The resurrection that we have is not, it's not going to be another body. It's this same body that will be changed. Jesus did not leave his body in the tomb. It's the same body he had when he was walking on The same body that had the weakness, the uh, wee-weeing, poo-pooing, sleeping, and all of those things. was the same body that was glorified. So it's the same body that will be glorified. So this body that you have is so important. Don't, don't mess up with it. That's why he's always instructing you. Keep your body. Keep your body. Keep your body. Do you see? That's why he talks about fornication, for instance. Yeah, because fornication has something to do with your resurrected body. Amazingly, he says everything you commit is without your body, but fornication has something to do with your body. So he tells you, be careful, flee fornication. That's why he singles it out. It's not because it's like, oh, God does not want you to enjoy anything. But it has something to do with your resurrected body. Wow. It's, it's in this scripture. It's in this verse. You see it. Okay, knowing not that these are members, are the members of Christ. Shall I take then? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. You see, he's just talking about harlot. Look at the next verse. What? Know you not that he that is joined to an allot is one body, for two saith he shall be one flesh. Next verse. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Next verse. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. It has nothing to do with the resurrected body. But he that committed fornication sinneth against his own body. Go to the next verse. What? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? It's not just our spirit. Our body is also the temple of the Holy Ghost. Wow which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own. Go up. Go to. You know, when you talk about fornication, everybody becomes quiet. When you talk about fornication and adultery, everybody becomes very quiet in the church. Yeah, This generation has a big problem. And if we don't learn what the scriptures have said, there are, in the resurrection, we'll be, will be the saddest of them all. You will go to heaven. You have your resurrected body. But when you check those who have gone ahead of you and you see us, you will regret. That is why the Bible says there's going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Yes, I best show it will pain you that you didn't do what you are supposed to do as the scriptures have said. He's not joking when he says keep yourself. He's not joking. He's very serious when he says keep yourself because he has something to do with the resurrection. Go, go up to, go to verse 13. Meat for the belly and the belly for meat. But God shall destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for fornication but for the Lord. And the Lord for the body. He says the body is not for fun. He's always, you just single out this one. It is not. Do every other thing, but this particular one don't do. It Yeah, is for the Lord. It says the body is for the Lord, and the Lord is for the body. The Lord is for the body. The body is for the Lord. Your body is for the Lord, and your body, the Lord is also for your body. Yeah, the Lord is for your body. So if the Lord is on my body, why should sickness stay in my body? If my body is on the Lord, why should sickness stay in my body? If my body is a member, can you imagine Jesus sick? Just imagine Jesus sinking in hypertension, sinking in diabetes. You know, it doesn't work. It doesn't flash with God. It doesn't flash with Christ. Pastor God will say it doesn't fly and flash it. <laughs> Hallelujah. My life, is for the glory of God. my life is for the glory of God. Say like you mean it. My life is for the glory of God. My life is for, life is for expressing Christ. Is for expressing my- that is my life. Is my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what has God said concerning you? How is your future going to be like? How is tomorrow going to be like? How is the next one year going to be like? How is it going to be like? How do you see, or how do you see things? Maybe you have never seen yourself driving before. You should see. Your, why, 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 why shouldn't you drive? Why? 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 Don't look at your family. You see, a lot of, most of us plan with our family mind. Yeah. You plan with your dad. You plan with your uncle. You plan with your mom. You plan your, your future. The, what you see in your future is dependent on what you are seeing today. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't work like that. Not at all. God does not function like that. You know, in the New Testament, we are told that Christ is in us. That is the hidden mystery that was hidden to all the prophets and apostles of old, but is now made manifest to you and I in the New Testament. Do you see? Christ is in us now. Say, Christ is in me. Is in me. Where is Jesus? He's in you. Jesus is in you. How? Through the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Christ is in you. The scriptures are abandoned with they are, is replaced with revelation concerning that that particular thing he wants you to know that he's inside you he's in you we just we just read some we just read some knowing not that your body is the temple of the holy spirit who is in you who he's so so sure of it who is in you not who who tries to come into you but who is in you whom you have received of god you are not your own You were bought at a price, therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are gods. Can you imagine? He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. It's it's all over. Christ is in me, the hope of glory. Look at Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. He's so sure. He always talks about it. So like there's no shadow of challenge, no shadow of doubt concerning that. It's like if you are not if you are not certain about anything in your life, know that Jesus is inside you. If you will miss anything, don't miss this particular thing. The fact that Christ is inside you. Jesus is in you. The God of the heavens and the earth is inside you now. Well, that makes you very special. Yeah. See, I'm special. I'm special. Say it like you mean it. I'm special. Look at this. It says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Christ is alive in me. Say Christ is alive in me. Christ. You see, And if Christ is alive in you, if Jesus is in you, then he's in you with the creative ability of God. Yeah. Do you believe that God created everything that we are seeing? Yeah. It's in the scriptures that God created. We know from Sunday school. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. We know. Now, that God who created the heavens and the earth is sitting inside you. What are you doing with God in you? What are you doing with the creative ability of God inside you? Listen, my future is bright. I can never go down. I can, I can only go up. Yeah. Prosperity, health, glory, grace, power, joy, blessings, favor. I'm the favor of God. Wherever I stand, I, I receive favor. I have favor before God and before the side of men. Yeah, I will never, I will never be put to shame. I will never be reduced. I will never go down. I will never be poor in my life i will never be sick in my life never ever 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 ever. as, as my day so is my strength the bible says moses was 120 years old and he's too tall he was not moving like this you know stop, stop seeing yourself at 70 and then you're moving like this what 70. you are now starting 70. Ah, what are you talking about Seventy. Abraham started at what? Seventy-five. You are seventy. You are, you are now coming to start. Most of the people we say are our fathers started seventy. That was when God said, now I want to use you proper, proper. What are you talking about? Moses, eighty. Caleb, eighty. At eighty, Caleb said, give me the mountain full of giants why should you see yourself at 80 going down like "Eh, eh, I'll be shaking like this my teeth will be out and I'll be talking like this no stop seeing that stop seeing that because Christ is in you hallelujah and he's in you with all of his creative ability all of his creative ability what can't he do that is the question what can't he do what can't God do is it a job You are looking for a job. So you you are sad. Some things are not happening. So you are sad. What are you talking about? Instead of being sad, God has showed us what to do when we face such problems. He has showed us what to do. So all of, you see, all those songs that we sing, here, eh, you have to delete, ship delete them from, you, from your life. Mm-hmm. You, you guys were leading a song. I was not happy about it at all. Guide me, O thy great Jehovah. What? Great Jehovah. Lead me through this barren land. It's, it's, a, it's a nice song, but it is not scripture. I am weak. You are weak saying. Hey. He says, let the weak say I'm strong. Why are you saying that you are weak? Hey. What do you mean by you are weak? I'm strong. Never sing that song here. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, Also, you are confusing your spirit. You are confusing yourself. Like you're up, you're down, you're up, you're down. Never sing those songs. Check every song. Any song that communicates weakness, poverty, fear, failure, and diminishes you and confuses you, you should not sing that song. Don't allow it to even play around you, I tell you. Yeah, because music is too powerful. It enters your subconscious without your permission. And comes as your consciousness without you knowing that it's actually your consciousness. Yes. So you have to be very careful what you're listening to and what you're singing. Do you understand? Yes, See, I can, only go up. I can only go up. I'm strong. I'm strong. Haven't you read the scripture? It says, strengthen with might by his spirit in your inner man. Inner man. Strengthen with might by, your, by his spirit in your inner man. Not weak. I will never, I will never confess that you are weak. He says, let the one who is weak say, I am strong. He is feeling weak, but he says he should say, let the poor say, "I'm what? Amen. What are you talk- So if the guy is poor, he's not expecting to say that he's poor. Amen. He's not expecting to say that he's poor. Stop confessing poverty into your future, because I, I don't know. I don't have much. I don't. You are you are creating your future without knowing. You are creating your future. I don't have money. You know all this. I don't have money. My account is empty. Is your account your life? Is your account your life? you 3:10. Beat your plashes into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. The guy who is feeling weak. So if you feel sickness in your body, what should you do? What should you say? I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm strong. And you watch yourself rise into strength. That is how to go. Not confess your present state. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Do you know that God Abraham believed in? Do you know that God Abraham believed in? He said, I wanted to teach, but it's not working. I'm preaching. Do you know the God that Abraham believed in? Romans chapter 4. Look at verse 17. Romans 4, 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. This is what God told Abraham. I have made you a father of many nations. The guy did not have a child. He did not have a child. God told him, I have made you a father of many nations. A contradiction. God talks to you it's like he's contradicting your present state. Now, now, now. What are you talking about? It's God. He's, he's called God. He's God. Hmm? As it says, I have made you a father of many nations. Then it says, before whom he says, be- before, before him whom he believed. Even God. Who quickeneth the dead? The word quickeneth is make alive. When he sees things that are dead, he becomes excited. Why? Because he is life. He has life. And he can bring life to the things that are dead. He calls those things, this: God who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were. He calls things that are not there as though they were there the he the help is not there but when he's talking to you say he will say to you oh but a um, healthy woman yeah healthy woman with five children three boys and two girls yeah that that's how he talks but you look at your parents' circumstances you are like ah what is he saying what is he saying it's like it's a contradiction. Who told you? Take what he has said and start seeing what he has said. He changed Abraham's name from Abraham to Abraham. Yeah. Father of many. Father of many. Abraham means assumed father. Yes. Assumed father. God said no. Not assumed. No assumption. You are the father of many nations. Yeah. And as Sarah, Sarah was called Sarai, Sarai. God changed his name, changed her name to the mother of princes. Mother of princes. Yeah. They didn't have any child, but they started calling themselves by a new name. Abraham will call Sarah, mother of princes. And then Sarah will also respond, father of many nations. Everybody in the house thought they were, they were playing around. Until they saw a child come out of that woman who was 90 years old, 90 year old woman. God calls those things that be not as though they were. And He's sitting inside us. Jesus is sitting inside that as with all the creative ability of God. You took all those things that be not as though they were. Do you understand? Yeah. Yeah. I'm building houses. I'm a blesser. I bless nation. You see. Well, you see, listen, I want, there's something I want you, I want you to rise up, up out of your needs and start meeting other people's needs. Yes. That is true Christianity. Not in church because of a car, a, a house and all of that. That is too basic. You have not, it's too basic. You, you, you've not started. Start getting, you see, maybe you don't have anything, but start looking at blessing people. Yeah. Start looking at having more than enough to be a blessing to all those who are around you. Yeah. So instead of saying, I have cars, say, I, I dash cars. I give out cars. <laughs> I, 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 I bless people with houses. People with houses. Yeah. Do you know the number of orphans that are in this country? Just in this in this capital, capital you will be amazed. Waiting for human beings like you and I, who know who they are to rise up and do something for them? Yeah. You have to do, we have to do something. What do you think? Yeah, so maybe you don't have anything. Start looking at helping orphans. I'm going to feed thousands of orphans. Yeah, I'm going to make them live a, 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 a magnificent life, a prosperous life. That is how I'm going to be. Yeah, speak as though they were there. Go to Hebrews, Hebrews chapter eleven, verse verse three. <laughs> Hebrews chapter eleven, verse three. Decide to be a child of God. You are a child of God. Decide. I decide to live that out I live it out. yeah this is god we are children of god not children of, of our parents only we are children of god we are offsprings of god how is god like how does god talk how does god think that is how i think that's how i talk that's how i behave it's called the righteousness of god living out god that's what i'm talking about on wednesday isn't it yeah. living out the life of god that is what you are here we are displays. Demonstrators of the virtues of the glories of the life of the virtue of the excellencies of God of Christ in us that is our life. God calls those things that be not as though they were, as though they were, as though they are there. This thing works. What I'm telling you, it works. I've used it, that is why I like talking about it because it has worked for me. Yeah, It has worked for me, I tell you. It has worked for me. And it will work for anyone who takes it seriously. It will work for anyone who takes it seriously. You see see this church? This thing that's sitting there? It will be filled in less than a year. You'll be surprised. Whether you say Jesus' name or not, it's happening. (laughs) It's happening. Look at this. It says, through faith, we understand that the world's The word world is aeon. Ages. The different ages. From the world, the earth that you see, to the different ages that the world has produced. Do you understand? There was different ages that has come. Stone age, whatever. All the ages were framed. Were framed by the word of God. They were framed by the word of God. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. The word, word of God, the word, word there is Rema which is the spoken word of God, for a specific purpose, at a specific time. Do you see? The worlds that we see were framed. Meaning that you can also frame your world by the word of God. Mm -hmm. You can also frame your age, frame your life, frame how your future will be, by the word of God, by the realm of God. Then it says, so that the things which are seen... The things we can see now were not made of things which do appear. The word made there's Ginomai to come into existence. The things that we are seeing today did not come into existence by things that were seen at that time. They were spoken into being. God spoke them into being. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Verse 2 says, And the earth was without form and void. The earth became without form and void. Between Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and Genesis chapter, two, Genesis chapter 1 verse 2 is a gap. It's called the gap theory. A great gap of billions of years. That is where Lucifer is accounted for. dinosaurs, and all those things are accounted for. God does not create earths that are not nice. Whatever God creates is nice. Did God create you? Look at how beautiful you are. Do you think God made a, made a mistake with you? He didn't. He didn't. Look at how beautiful and how handsome you are. So why do you think God would created an earth that is not correct? So Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 says that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth that he created was good. Verse 2 says, and the earth was without form and void. The word was there. Okay? is the Hebrew word, hayar. It means to come in, to become. To change to become. That's what it means. So the earth changed to become without form. Shapeless and void or empty. Vohu uh bohuva tohu that's a that's a Hebrew right yeah tohuva bohu means that it had there was nothing inside all that was in there had been destroyed okay that happened with so that um the i i don't know if you've heard of the ice age That this is the ice age the ice age is right here, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the spirit of the, of God moved upon the face of the waters so there were well, there was waters upon this the face of the, the, the earth the earth had been destroyed with water. And it, had, it was dark. You see, when there's no light, there's no heat. And when there's no light and no heat, there's only ice. So that's the ice age right there. Now, when God saw how the earth had become, and he wanted to repair the earth. So, what we see in Genesis from verse uh, 3 going, chapter, chapter 1 from verse 3 going, is actually a repair of the earth, not a creation. The creation was done in verse 1, earth was created in verse 1. This earth we are standing on is the same earth that was created in verse one. But it was without form and void. Okay? Yes, so if you go to verse nine, go to verse nine, you will notice that God did not create another earth. He called the earth to come out. He called the land. Because the whole of the place was filled with water. He gathered the waters somewhere and called the land out of the waters to stand out of the waters. And God said, Let the heavens, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together onto one place and let the dry land, what? Appear. And it was so. So he told the dry land to appear. And the dry land came. Look at the next verse. 10. And God called the dry land, what? And the gathering together of the waters called he. And God saw that it was good. So the seas we see here today was, is actually a reflection of the judgments that God gave at that time. That's why there are many things in the sea. Those who go onto the seas, know what they see there. It's not a small thing. It's a big deal. And if you've noticed, the, the sea occupies 75% of the earth. Meaning that those who are in there are more than those who are on the land. What shock. Wow, what a shot! But I'm just, saying, I'm just saying this in passing. Okay, but I want to show you something. When God saw that the earth was without form and void, he did not complain. He did not call Michael and say, what shall we do? Michael, I'm even surprised. Look at how bad things are. Then he called Gabriel. Is that what he did? He called Gabriel. Gabriel. Hmm. Boys bro. We don't know what how things are gonna be. I'm bleeding. Now they are wet. Bleeding. People say I'm bleeding. A be What are you talking about? What, verse, what version is this? Hey, it's not a small thing. We are blessed. New Messianic version. And the earth became without form. So it shows you. It became. It was not like that before. And when God saw that things were not good, he did not cry. There are a lot of Christians who cry. When they see. Listen, your tears, unless your tears have to bring someone into, into, into the new birth, your tears do not touch God at all. There's not even a single tear touches God. And you cannot change anything with your tears. Unless those tears are to bring, you are crying because of souls. And if you have not yet cried because of souls, I mean... It hey. does It just changes your makeup. It doesn't do anything unless you are crying because of your love for the Lord in worship unless if it is like that fine but if you are crying because of a situation because of a broken heart or because they sacked you from your workplace or any of those things that you can because of trouble then you have not yet started I tell you you will cry for a long time I'm so sorry to tell you I wish I could say something else but that's the truth you will cry for a very long time if you don't rise up to talk to that particular storm when God saw darkness what did he do? he spoke he spoke lights. He spoke light. He spoke what? And God said, Let there be light. Light. And there was light. Light. Are you a child of God? Why are you behaving different when there's darkness? Don't behave different when there's darkness. When you see darkness, speak light. If you read in first Corinthians, first Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3, it says that God calls light out of darkness. Eh? Eh? Go to it. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. 2 Corinthians. But if our gospel be hated to say to them that are, are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Verse 5 For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus our Lord, the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. Verse 6 is what I want you to see. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, he did what? He commanded the light. the light to shine out of the darkness. Actually, he spoke to the darkness to produce light. That is the actual rendering. He spoke to the darkness to produce light. He told the darkness, "Darkness, bring light." So when you see darkness around you, when you see problems around you, don't cry. Stand. Tell me about stand. stand. And start addressing, start addressing it to bring forth light. Bring forth light. Listen, if you if you've done business for some time, you will know you will know that all a great business, money-producing businesses, come out of solving a problem. All those who run away from problems are not going to prosper. If you run away from problems, problems are the substrate or the substance for, for prosperity. So if you are a child of God and you run away from problems, then you have not started. You will go for a very long time. You want yeah. it's already cooked. No, it, it, it will not be already cooked. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. If you say you're a business person and you run away from problems, I, don't, I, I honestly don't know what you're doing. I'm, I'm shocked. That is why the whites keep coming. Even in COVID time, they are coming. They come to solve our problems. And we are here and complaining about the problems. Find where the money is. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Instead of reading newspapers, listen, if you read newspapers and you complain, read newspapers to to find out what where the problems are so i can solve not read newspapers to to know what's going on and start complaining there's something wrong with your brain you have missed it you have missed the reason for the news don't just don't just be reading hey this one has done this this one has spent this money then you you are talking all your conversation is complaints we don't know how the country is going you don't know how the country is going you don't know how the country is going i know how the country is going it's going in my favor Yeah, we don't know this road, they said we'll do it listen, find a way and get the road done put a toll on it and collect your toll find a way go to Italy, Berlusconi has built he built, He's built whatever, plenty roads there are tolls on it for him he's collected it for many years I don't know if that's gone to the government now you know, instead of sitting there and complaining we don't know we don't know. We don't know how things are going. We don't. You are confessing negative things all the time. All the time. All the, do you know why? Nigeria is very poor. Okay? When you look at, if you compare Ghana to Nigeria, with respect to the quality of the lives of the people, you realize that Nigerians are very, am I lying? I have so many Nigerians here. Am I lying? I mean, if you see someone who is poor in Nigeria, he's very poor. If you see someone who is poor in Ghana, you realize that his poverty is and it's like it's better than. Hmm. No, even, uh, the, I'm sorry, but that's the, that's the truth. And Nigeria is also better than some other places. If you see a poor person in Nigeria, and you see a poor person in India, you realize that. Ni- Nigeria poverty is way better than India poverty. But Nigerians are prosperous. Why? Because they don't talk foolishly. What I'm teaching you now is not only in churches. It has seeped, it has been taught in churches to the point that it has seeped into the culture of the people. They talk big. You see a Nigerian and see his bedroom. He's sleeping on a mattress on the floor. But you should hear him talk. Am I lying? Oh man, am I lying? Am I lying? What the, am I lying? Sonny, I'm, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. I'm saying the truth. They don't talk like they are mad. They, their talk is consistent with the word of God. Yeah. Yeah. We go do one. Now so not I don't know. Ghanaians are full of I don't know. We don't know how it's going. We are even tired. They are break. All these things that are happening. Listen, God calls those things that be not as though they were. He calls lights. Out of darkness. Are you his child? Yeah. Then talk like a father. Yeah. Talk like who? Yeah. Talk like a father. Is Christ in you? Yeah. Do you know that God created every single thing by Christ? Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Let me show it to you. Go to Colossians. John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Are you there? Yeah. Then it says, The same was in the beginning with God. The word was in the beginning with God. And all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. Everything was made by the word. Everything. We just read it. Yeah. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things that be or are were made out of things that, are, that were not. All things were made by him. Who is that him is talking about? Go to verse 14. Go to verse 14. You see it. In him was life. Verse 14. And the word was made flesh. The word became flesh. And dwelt amongst us. And we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the father. Full of grace and truth. Who is he talking about? The word becoming flesh had a name called Jesus. He was not called Jesus before. But when he became flesh. He was called Jesus. The word of God that existed before the foundations of the earth. The word of God that is God became flesh on a certain day. And he was given a name called Jesus. Do you see? And the Bible says nothing was made. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to make. And you want to make it without the word. It doesn't work. Nothing was made without the word. Nothing. Nothing nothing look at Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1 and verse 2. Sure. Hebrews 1 God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets has in these last days spoken unto us by his son whom he has appointed heir of all things then he says by whom also he made the world by him he made the world wow. by him also he did what he made, the world. he made the world. So if you are going to make things happen in this life in which we are living, if you are going to have things change, how are you going to do it? By the word. By what? The word. I'm talking about the word of God. Jesus is the medium. He's the means. He's the origination. He's everything for making things. And he's inside you. Christ, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the creative ability of God is present. I will, never go down. I will never go down. Listen, if you think we have prospered, you are now coming to see. If you think that we have prospered, you are now, and you don't need to be 50 to, to become what, what whatever. No, I'm seeing you at age 30 doing some wild things for the Lord in this same country which we are living. Whilst others are complaining, he says, when they say there's a casting down, you shall say what? There's a lifting up. Is there a lifting up for you? Say there's a lifting up for me. He says, Those that know their Lord, their God, shall do exploits. Say, I do exploits. Give the Lord a shout if you are in the church. I will never go down. When you see problem, what should you do? Start enjoying. Start rejoicing. The Bible says, "Rejoice evermore. Rejoice what? Evermore. Count it all joy when you go through diverse tests. When you go through diverse tests, makes no difference what is happening. Makes no difference what is happening. You see, I don't want us to have a church where we line up to see the pastor with problems. Everybody comes pastor, I have this, 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 this. I'm not interested in consultation. I'm not interested." I'm rich. I don't need to take money from you to say something to you for you to prosper. No. no. I'm not interested. We are not interested in that at all. I'm interested in giving you the power. You have the power. To helping you know. I'm interested in helping you know that you have the power. All that you need for the change that you require is inside you. It's not with any pastor anywhere. No, no, no. What I have to do is what I'm doing for you now. I have two things to do in your life. To preach to you and to pray for you. These are the two things. I have an intercessory ministry towards you, and I have a teaching ministry towards you. That's what we do. Finished. Yeah, the rest is guidance here and there. You know, oh, I, I don't know what we pray about it and show you, you can you can do it like this to work. Do you see? Yeah, but not to use line up, Pastor. my my rib. The other person will come, Pastor. This one, my business is not working. If your business is not working, what should you do? What should you do? So, listen, put yourself in that state of mind that I have solutions. I have, I have the solutions to every single challenge that will come. I told, you the last, I told you last week that, listen, nobody sends out a product without making sure that that product is tried and tested for the conditions and in which it will find itself. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah. What the thing was made for, okay, it is able to overcome. If they say it is water resistant, they mean it. She puts it in water, it will still work. It will still work. They are sure that it will work. That is why they wrote water resistant on it. When God made you, when God created a new creature, when he made you a child of God, he said that, listen, you, you cannot fail. He says, ah, haven't you read that? First John chapter 5, verse 4? Whatsoever is born of God. Not whosoever, whatsoever. Meaning that anything that emanates from you, understand anything that comes out of you whatsoever what is impersonal isn't it if he has said who then he will will be referring to only human beings But this time he said whatsoever meaning that he has gone beyond who he has gone beyond us into what comes from us whatever comes from us whatever comes out of us if you touch a business what do you think is going to happen to it unless you don't touch anything that is why I've been teaching you to work. Do something. Don't, don't be a child of God who is just there begging. Beg, why? We don't beg. Kings don't beg. Yeah. Are you a child of God? Yeah. You are king. I we beg. Don't, beg. don't beg. We make, poor that as poor yet making many rich. Yeah. Yeah. We make many rich. For whatsoever is born of God, whatsoever is born of God, overcometh the world. This is the state. This is the product that God has made. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Are you born of God? Yeah. You overcame a long time ago. Yeah. A long time ago. Then it shows you the means. What to do. To make sure this particular statement is working in your life consistently. I told you about the phone and the battery and the charging, isn't it? Yeah. The phone is there. Everything is fine. But if you don't charge it, you don't get your results. Right. You need to charge it so he's showing you what to do to charge this particular statement for whatever is born of god overcometh the world then he puts what colon there if you put the colon there what does it mean it means that what i'm coming to say explains what i just said yeah. oh yeah. i think we've gone to school right yeah. then he says and this is the victory that overcometh the world even our faith what i'm teaching is faith saying what the word of god god has said and not what your circumstances have said it says faith is what gives you the victory all the time. That's what makes, ensures that what you are is what is happening around you. So every, every product of God is a success. Every child of God is a success. Everyone, we are his own handiwork. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. For we are his workmanship. We are his workmanship. His recreated workmanship. Eh? For he, we are, let's read the Amplified. It's nice. For we are God's own handiwork. His workmanship. Have you seen it? Yeah. Then it says recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works, meaning that every child of God is for the purpose of doing good works, which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking past which He appeared, which He prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life, which He prearranged and made ready for us to live. Good life, not sad life your family which is ca- are not even a, they don't have any listen if you're a child of god that you're into my family is this my family is that there's something wrong with you don't you know that you have been taken away from your family into the family of god yeah. we now belong in the family of god there's nothing in your family no sickness you know sometimes there's a sickness that is is in the bloodline yeah. listen mine knows you minus you minus you and everyone who comes after you <laughs> You mean there's no witch powerful there's no demon power there, listen there's nothing that can stop your success absolutely nothing you are demon proof you are devil proof you are sickness proof you are poverty proof that's what he has said concerning you don't let anything or anyone say any other thing to you don't believe any other thing do you understand yeah your family has that what stop joking Stop joking. They gave you a dream and so what? Listen, when you dream and someone is chasing you, sleep again and dream chasing the person. Oh, pastor, I was dreaming and they gave me some food to eat. I think that something has entered my soul. Ah, you, you, are you the one you are talking about? You are talking about yourself. Go back into the dream. Eat the food and enjoy the food. Remember, he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. What hey, hey, oh, to the one who says he's your enemy. Someone says that he's your enemy. Is he Ooh, he's trouble? Trouble. Oh, he's in trouble. Yeah, he's in trouble. Oh, do you know? Can I? Oh, I have so many things to show you. Go to the book of Esther. Let me show you something very nice. You would love it. You would love it. Now, go to Esther. I want to show you what Haman's family members told him when he decided to make Mordecai his enemy. Now, let's read chapter 6. You know, Haman had planned for Mordecai to be hanged on the gallows because he hated him so much. Because whenever Haman was coming, Haman was, uh, was, uh, was from uh, was Amalek, was from, uh, he was an Amalekite, you know. And because God knew what would happen here in Israel's life, because this is the only time that Israel, someone planned to, to annihilate Israel at once. Okay? And he got all the documents for that purpose. His name was Haman. And he was a son of Agag, who was a king of Amalek. So God told Saul to go and kill Amalek, kill everyone, man, woman, child, every, everyone, even animals. But Saul disobeyed. And Agag's wife, left or escaped with with her uh, pregnant and whatever and she gave birth and gave birth and gave birth and then the children came and then he came to him and who knew what had happened to his family so he was going to take revenge against Israel and he was in the king's court at that time so he decided listen i'm going to i'm going to wipe these guys out so he got the king's ring and all of that for that purpose he hated Mordecai with all of his heart because everybody would bow down to him when he's coming. But Mordecai would not bow. He would say he will bow only to God, not to man. So he hated him. So he wanted to wipe Mordecai and wipe everybody out. But it was not working. The king had a dream. Tossed to and fro and realized that, no, someone has helped me. Is there anybody that has helped me in this kingdom that I've not done anything for? When they went to check the books, they realized that Mordecai had re- revealed that some people were going to kill the king. and <laughs> And Uh, he had reported and the king had been saved, but nothing had been done for him. So the king called him and said, listen, what do we do for someone who has done something for the king? And him said, listen, king, do this. Get a horse, put put a a robe around him and let him have the best of uh, clothes on him. And let an important person in your kingdom ride in front of him or stand in front of him throughout the kingdom saying, this is the king, this is the one whom the king has favored. Because he thought it was him. It was for him. It was going to be for him. When he, he, he told the king what to do, the king said, ah, What you are saying is true. So you are the one going to uh, walk in front of this man called Mordecai. He's going to sit on it, and then you sit on a horse and you're going to be moving around. He man could not believe it. Before this, he had prepared, a, he had built a gallows to hang Mordecai on. So he came home to come and tell his wife and his brothers and friends, what had happened to him, that, ah, today the king has made me walk throughout the day with my enemy, saying to my enemy that he's the best. Eh? Uh-huh. Now, go down. Go to verse 12. This is nice. And Mordecai came again to the king's gate, but Haman, hastened to his house, mourning, and having his head covered. Verse 13. And Haman told Zeresh, his wife, and all his friends, everything that had befallen him. Then said his wise men and Zeresh, his wife unto him. If Mordecai be of the seed of the Jews, if he be of the seed of the Jews, before whom thou hast begun to fall, thou shalt not prevail against him, but shalt surely fall before him. This He was the seed of a Jew. You are the seed of God. Who is he that can arrange himself against you? Who is he? Who is he? It's not possible. It's not possible. You know, sometimes people do things to us. You know? People we've done, we've had people coming. When, don't make sure you arrange your life to not come against the anointing. Never come come against the anointing in any way, in any form, or else you also have trouble. And I'm not getting a man of God. Every child of God is anointed of God. Okay? Do my profession no harm. He didn't talk about, he wasn't talking about the pastors. He was talking about every child of God, the whole nation of Israel. And it's a reference to every child of God. So make sure you don't go against any child of God. Don't arrange yourself against it. It's not going to work. You're going to have serious trouble. Serious trouble. If he is a Jew whom you have begun to fall before, then you should know. Go back to that place. Look at what they said. They prophesied to him and that's exactly what, all of them died with him. All of them were killed. Everybody. Yeah. Haman and his whole household. And Haman told Zeresh his wife and all his friends everything that had befallen him. Then said his wise men and Zeresh his wife unto him. If Mordecai be of the seed of the Jews before whom thou hast begun to fall. You have begun already. (laughs) Thou shall shall not prevail against him but shall surely fall before him. Shall surely fall before him. See, that is my, that is my experience. Is my experience. So sometimes you go to work, you know, there's always competition at work and people do things. And someone went to work and they had blown powder on a seat. What do, do? what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Yeah. He that's sits in the heavens hour. what? laugh and sit sit down and and, and start laughing that is why you must know the word of god you see don't don't just be moving around don't just be moving around like you're you're no know the word know the word strong yeah strong be confident yeah be confident talk like you are mad talk about your success like you are mad yeah he says, having this confidence. Remember, I've been reading it to you. I'm just summarizing all that I've said in the last three weeks. Yeah. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 12. Look at 2 Corinthians three twelve. 12. He says, seeing then that we have such hope. Let's read the Amplified. It's nice. If you know what hope you have, if you know how your life is and how your life is going to be, you don't talk like a weakling. You don't talk like, oh, no. He says, since we have such glorious hope, such joyful and confident expectation of good joyful and confident expectation since we have it we speak very freely and openly and fearlessly get your confidence okay get your confidence in life yeah we don't know nobody knows tomorrow Jesus is in tomorrow what's your problem Jesus is in tomorrow, we know tomorrow. I know. How tomorrow can only be good. Yes. Do you know what David did when he, when he, when he met Goliath? You know, everybody was shaking in their boots, including the king. 17 year old boy. I don't know who is 17 years. 17 year old boy. He understood the covenant. He understood the, his covenant right. He knew exactly what God had said. So age does not matter. Your prosperity. Don't say that as I grow, I prosper. Who told you? Who told you? As you grow, the expenses grow. Yeah. And the salary remains the same. Yeah. You have to do something to cause the salary to keep going up. Yeah. For something to happen. Yeah. Don't say, as I grow. What do you mean by as you, as you grow, the thing will grow? What are you talking about? It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. He was just 17 years old, but he knew. He knew. He knew of the, the hope that God had given. That nobody can stand before a Jew. Successfully. So when Goliath was thick, tall, the Bible says he was head and above shoulders of everyone. I tell you. He was so big that his shield had to be carried by another man. Another man carried his shield. You understand? It took one whole human being to carry his shield. That was his job. Just carry the shield of Goliath. When David and a 17-year-old boy saw him, he was not afraid. Look at Look at chapter 17. Hebrews uh, 1st Samuel chapter 17. Let's read from verse 42. When when Goliath got there, he started talking because words are so powerful. He started talking. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him for he was about a youth and ruddy and of a fair countenance. The guy had not fought, he had not gone to fight a war before. He had not fought any war. So he was nice. He was a fresh boy. Yeah. Saul called him a stripling. Look at the next verse. And the Philistine said unto David, Am I a dog that thou comest to me with staffs. And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. It was a spiritual thing. Yeah, he was cursing him by his gods, speaking words by his gods. Yeah. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me and I'll give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. He's using words, he's speaking, stalking. Yeah. So sometimes you see that things are talking to you. The situation, uh, situation is talk. Sometimes you can have a situation and it just keeps talking to you in your mind. This thing, this thing that has come, you know, you can't go forward again. There's nothing you can do. This grace is coming. But that is your end. People hang themselves because of the things, the situation that talk to them. It has not happened. though. Nothing has happened. But they, they give up. Yeah. Things are talking. They just keep talking. Talking. Situations talk. Every situation has a mouth. It keeps talking. If you don't rise up and talk back, you must rise up and talk back. That is why we pace the floor of our rooms and talk. That is Christianity. You pace the floor of your room. And start talking because you know what is talking. You know what is going on in your mind. You must shut those thoughts down with your words. You must take every thought captive to be subject to the wisdom of God, to the knowledge of God that is inside you. Look at Second Corinthians chapter ten. Let's read verse four. Then we'll come back to this. Okay? For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty to God to the pulling down of strongholds. Next verse. Can you imagine that the word strongholds is? is Arguments, fortresses, arguments, imaginations, thoughts. That's what it means. Then it says, casting down imaginations. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. For what purpose? For the pulling down of strongholds. What are the strongholds? He's not talking about a stronghold in Togo or a stronghold in. No, he's just altars. No, no, he's talking about thoughts, arguments, things that situations speak to you. Casting down what? Can you imagine that the weapons you have, the spiritual weapons you have, is for the purpose of putting down imaginations. Imaginations that come to your mind, things that come, then you'll be there. So you see a young lady sitting down, I'll never marry. A thought comes to her mind, I'll never marry. And then she's just enjoying the thought, I'll never marry. <laughs> Nobody has spoken to her, but she's crying. You will never have a child. <laughs> you, have a, you are agreeing. You are Talking to yourself. Situations talk. You will never get a good job. You will never rise out of 500 Ghana cities a month. Yeah, these are thoughts that come. They come to you. You don't have a degree, so your life is spent. Ah! Ah! What are those who have got their degrees doing with it? What are they doing with it? My friend, let us think. Let us think. He says, it's for the purpose of what? Okay, this amplified. He says, in as much as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. The purpose is to set itself against the true knowledge of God. What has God said concerning your life? It sets itself against the knowledge of God concerning your life. Yeah, he says, and we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the anointed. You lead every thought. Do you understand? You must talk and sink every other thought that is not of God out of your life. Well, that's what this thing there is it's finished, you are done. You are done, it's finished. Your life is finished. Whose life is finished? If God has not sanctioned your death, nobody can sanction your death. Nobody can sanction sure you. Who? What? They, 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 they made you. They made you a doll. They made a the doll of you, and they are pressing things into the doll. Yeah. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah. You call my name. Christ shows up. Yeah, yeah I tell you. Yeah. If you touch me, you have touched God. Yeah. You are in trouble. I'm the apple of his eye. I thought you would say something for some for yourself. Oh. I thought you would say what I'm saying for yourself. If you touch me, you have touched God. I am the apple of God's eye. Yeah. If you touch me, you are trying to touch God's eyes. The most protected part of your body is your eyes. The most protected part of your body are your eyes. No matter what's happening, you do this. You cover your eyes. Yeah. When David saw Goliath, Goliath was talking. David also started talking. Confidence. Confidently. He killed the guy with his words. Go back to that place. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword, and with a spear, and with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. You have defied God, not me. Next verse. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand, and I will smite thee. He will give you to me, and I am going to smite you. And take your head from thee. And I'll give the carcass of the horse of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air. Listen, it's a 17-year-old boy who's talking. I don't know why you are 30 and you don't talk. I don't know why you are 25 and you don't talk like this. He says since we have this confidence confident hope we have this hope since we have this hope what hope is that christ is in me there can only be glory christ in me the hope of glory only glory glory alone nothing else it's christ in you how is tomorrow gonna be like so because you are confident you know you are sure yeah, don't think that oh tomorrow. I don't know. Maybe this will happen. My DJ. Ha. 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 stop talking like that. Stop thinking like that. Since we know, since we have such glorious hope, such joyful and confident expectation. We speak very freely and openly and fearlessly. Openly and fearlessly. <laughs> don't talk and I say hey, I'm making it. I shouldn't talk. What are you talking about? He says, the Lord will give you to me. The Lord will deliver you to me. And I will smite you. Go back to that place. Talk Talk fearlessly. About your future. Create your future. With words. Don't be quiet. Don't say bad things. Yeah. Only say good. Only say good. Speak good concerning your health speak good concerning your finances speak good concerning your marriage speak good concerning your children speak good concerning every single thing about your life yeah confidently confidently do you see confidently 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 it's called Parisia. yeah Parisia. confidence boldness, fearless, is and it's the confidence that brings you to popularity. Everybody starts noticing you. Hey, it's like this guy, he talks in a certain way. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah. No, you know what you're doing. Yeah. I'll give the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air, and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And that's exactly what happened. All that he said happened on that day. It happened. It happened. It happened. He didn't have a sword in his hand. But he said, I'll I'll chop off your head. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, I'm going forward. forward. How is tomorrow going to be like? So whenever you are coming to church, and whenever you are coming to church, okay, start dancing before you enter the church. Because you know your life is made. When he made Adam and Eve, he blessed them. He blessed them before he released them. Before he released them, he had blessed them. He blessed them. He blessed them. He made them a success before he released them. So it's, there was nothing that was going to happen that was going to reduce them. No. In the New Testament it says that we are blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. You are blessed. Tell me if I'm blessed. I'm blessed. All I need for my, life. For, my life for my life and for godliness has been given to me. I do not lack anything. I'm complete in him who is the head of what principality and powers yeah Colossians chapter 2 verse 9 and verse 10 let's read in the Amplified for in him for in Christ the whole fullness of deity the Godhead continues to dwell in bodily form giving complete expression of the divine nature in Christ the whole of the Godhead continues to dwell in bodily form giving complete expression of the divine nature next verse and you and you Me. and you Me. and you Me. and you Me. and you and you. and you are in him in in you are in him then he says you are made full and having come to fullness of life in Christ you too are filled with the Godhead father son and Holy Spirit and rich full spiritual stature and he's the head of all rule and authority of every angelic principality and power you are in him and you are made full having come to completeness having come to fullness of life listen father son holy ghost is inside you tell me how can you fail it's not possible it's not possible it's impossible it's not possible, and it cannot happen you know why because Christ is in you. I said Christ is in you. Christ is in me. Is in me. Is in me. My future is glorious. is glorious. And I speak forth, and I speak forth. Glory. glory all the days of my life. I'm glad I know you. I am honored I know you. I can't wait to see how your life is going to turn out. I just can't wait to see how your life is going to turn out. I just can't wait. Glory alone. Right upon your feet and thank God.